at One Day University. We feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly Scholar Newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to Connect the Conspiracy, where we break down some of the world's infamous conspiracy theories and try to separate fact from fiction. In Elbert County, Georgia, United States, there are five granite pillars under a slab, 5.87 meters tall. They are astronomically aligned and have inscriptions in English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian. Welcome to Connect the Conspiracy. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today, we're diving into the mysterious Georgia Guidestones. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Poddex, for sponsoring this episode. Poddex are a unique tool to help grow your uh, podcast, reach more audience. Check them out today at poddex.com. Use the promo code Larry21 for 10% off your order. And now on to our topic for the week. Weighing 237,746 pounds in total, the monument is called the Georgia Guidestones. According to a plaque positioned a short distance from the base of the structure, it became very popular over the years due to conspiracy theories, and it became known as American Stonehenge. However, instead of the aura of mystery surrounding the real Stonehenge, the Georgia's Guidestones caused some people a mixture of revulsion, fear, and fascination altogether. The mix of feelings is because the monument was built for when the apocalypse happens. It all started with a man named Robert Christian, but that wasn't his real name, and no one ever discovered his true identity, which begins to show us that a conspiracy might be behind it behind it all, I should say. It was a Friday in June 1979 when he walked into the office of Elberton Granite Finishing, a famous granite factory in Elbert County. Christian spoke to Joe Finley, the company's president, and said he was the representative of an anonymous group of, quote, loyal Americans who had been secretly planning a stone monument for 20 years. According to Christian, the group had chosen granite finishing because it had the best product on earth. Cutting to the chase, the mystery man revealed that the structure would serve as a sort of compass, calendar, and clock, and that needed to be resistant enough to any kind of catastrophic event. He delivered a 10-page manual of very complex specifications on how the stone should be made. The development would be built on a two- hectare plot of land on Wayne Mullenix's farm, which the group would purchase once the deal was closed. 
The site is at an altitude of 230 meters above sea level and 14 kilometers north of the city center of Elberton. Finley found the project lunatic, so he decided to discourage the man by presenting exorbitant prices, putting his own commission much higher than any project the company has ever done. Amazingly, Christian said he would pay whatever amount it was. When asked by the businessman why all that, Christian revealed that he needed the stones so that civilization could restore itself after the apocalypse. That would happen in an undetermined future. He believed that the human race would take Earth to the extreme, so the end of the world would be the only solution. The stones would be there to provide the instructions needed to blossom into a better next generation. As soon as the payment was made and they began building it, Robert Christensen, or Christian, excuse me, walked out of the company and announced to Finley, quote, you'll never see me again. And so what happened? On March 22, 1980, the Georgia Guidestones were completed and the public was faced with the, quote, Ten Commandments for a New Order, a series of instructions written along the stones that were interpreted by many as filled with eugenics from the races, population control, and internationalism. According to the beliefs of the monument's creators, the new civilization that would be born from the apocalypse would need to follow the following commandments so that it would not fall into misery and destruction again. Number one, keep humanity below 500 million habitants and in a perpetual balance with nature. Number two, conduct breeding wisely, improving physical fitness and diversity. Number three, Unite humanity through a new living language. Number four, control passion, faith, tradition, and all things with moderate reason. Number five, protect people and nations with fair laws and courts. Number six, allow all nations to regulate themselves internally, resolving external disputes in a single world court. Number seven, avoid insignificant laws and unnecessary government officials. Number eight, balancing personal rights with social duties. Number nine, valuing truth, beauty, and love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Number 10, not being a cancer on the earth, leaving room for nature. The stones came under harsh criticism, most notably for the local minister, James Trevenstead, who said that many occult groups would cluster around the monument and that some sort of human sacrifice would still be done on the site. Soon, the stones were later dubbed the Ten Commandments of the Antichrist. Over the years, a large wave of supporters has emerged, but opponents still stand firm, so much so that the words Death to the New World Order were spray-painted in 2009 on one of the stones, configuring the first serious act of vandalism since its creation. The monument is still a target of conspiracy theories, attacks, and worship by extremist groups but it is considered a landmark in U.S. history, despite many finding it outrageous. In any case, the stones are still there, imposing and awaiting the apocalypse. Is it a conspiracy or not? Let us know in the comments section below, or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Leave me some comments and messages at CTC Podcast one and let's discuss it. If there's a topic you want to hear about, let me know, and I'll come up with an episode about it. Without holding you for longer, Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform, and we'll see you next time. You have been watching the Connect the Conspiracy podcast with Larry Lees. Find us on Twitter at CTC Podcast One or on Facebook 
and connect the conspiracy. Support the show by buying us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash ctcpodcast. Thank you so much, and we will see you next time.